And good morning, friends. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church, South Africa. Well, friends, this week we are talking about being born of the Spirit. This is what we are speaking about and also the theme of our conference at Great Grace Church South Africa this week. What it means to be born of the Spirit. So what is or what does it mean to be saved? What does salvation mean? On Monday we spoke about the reason for salvation. On Tuesday we spoke about the person of salvation. And today we will be talking about and looking into the method of salvation. What is the method that God uses or God chose for salvation? Let's go back to the portion of scripture which we were busy with on Monday, where Nicodemus was speaking to Jesus. After Jesus told Nicodemus that he must be born again, born from the Spirit, Nicodemus is marveling and he asks the method. And you can watch this. Let's first start off at verse 4 again in John chapter 3. Just to catch up again. And verse 4 in John chapter 3 to verse 8 it reads, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wants, and you heareth the sound thereof, but you can't tell where it comes from. And whether it goes, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So Jesus told him what it means to be born again. What is salvation? Now see in verse 9, Nicodemus responds and he says, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? So now he is asking the method. How can a man be born of the Spirit, Jesus? And Jesus answered him in verse 10, and said unto him, Are you a master of Israel, and you know not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto you, We speak that what we know, and testify that we have seen, and yet receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you heavenly things? And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that is where we find the method of salvation, friends. Two parts to God's method. 
The first part to God's method of salvation is the cross in verse 14. He says, And as, G- as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, they had to place the serpent on the brazen pole. And then he says, Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And that is the cross. And then the second part to God's method is faith. That is verse 15. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, eternal life. And then in verse 16, these two are put together. For God so loved the world, that is his reason, that he gave his only begotten Son, that is the cross, that whosoever believes on him, that is faith, should not perish, but have everlasting life. It is only because of the cross that there is salvation for us, friends. The cross satisfied both God's wrath and His love. First Corinthians verse, sorry, First Corinthians one verse eighteen says, "For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but to us which are saved it is the power of God." The method of God is a weak method in the eyes of the world. The cross, the cross seems foolish and weak to us. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21 to 23 says to us, For after the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of, the pre- of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. Do you see how these come together? It is in the cross that we have the opportunity to believe. And this seems foolish, it seems weak. But this is the wisdom of God. This is God's method. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9 tells us that for by grace... Are you saved through faith? And that is not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. The cross came through His grace because of His love. And we engage into that through faith. Therein God gets all the glory and we receive the benefit of the cross, which is salvation. This is God's method, friends. There is no other way to be saved. There is no ritual you can perform. There is no good works. There is no enough religious activity that will ever save you. There is no amount of money that can save you. It is only by going through the cross in faith. For to be born again you must first die. When we believe in Jesus, we are crucified with Him and raised with Him as a new person. We are born again as a spiritual being. You know, there's an old saying which says, If you are born only once, you will die twice. But if you are born twice, you will die only once. Friends, remember today, Though God's ways may seem foolish to us at times, they are indeed His wisdom. We can trust God's method because we know God's heart.
For God so loved. Trust God if you have not done so yet. Believe in Jesus Christ. Have faith in the work of the cross and you will receive the gift of salvation. Just believe. And that's all. Thank you so much for listening today, friends. Thank you so much for all your support and remember to visit our website greatergracesa.org for more information. God bless you.